Alrighty, hi everyone. Um, my name is Emily Dwyer, and we are getting back to recording the world as we know it. Um, it has been quite some time, I think about three years, um, since we've recorded um, an episode, um, but I think we're both at a time in our life where we just thought that um, we wanted to start doing this again. Um, and so, yeah, we picked it up again and we're hoping to see, we're hoping that it will go well, I guess. Um, so yeah, as I said, I'm Emily. Um, I am um, an undergraduate student at Munn in Newfoundland. Um, I am completing my Bachelor of Business Administration and hoping to become a CPA afterwards. Um, I think there have, I think I've changed my mind probably two or three times since uh, last recording, which was three years ago. Um, so yeah, we just thought we'd reintroduce ourselves and yeah, Kyle. Uh, I really can't believe it's been three years. That That is, that is shocking to me. Um, it really is. Uh, but yes, as Emily mentioned, I'm Kyle Johnson. Uh, since in, in those past three years, I have uh, moved to Ottawa, Ontario, Canada now. Um, so in the capital city, as and I'm working as a historical researcher. Uh, at the time of recording, I think it's in my third year of undergrad. I don't know if that sounds right. I um, think so. Yeah, I think it was about that. Uh, yeah, studying history and political science. So uh, definitely... Uh, some different backgrounds between us, but I think that uh, that will only add to the discussion. And yeah, we we're 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 back in the saddle, uh, <laughs> hopefully somewhat regularly. Uh, yes, hopefully doing this because uh, we we both want to place the channel all the uh, ideas and opinions that we have about the the current events in the world right now. And without further ado. Uh, I think we're going to jump right in to discussing the housing crisis in Canada, uh, specifically through, uh, or I should say, uh, the impetus for this discussion being uh, Memorial University of Newfoundland's request to faculty to open up their homes to uh, students who did not have adequate housing or any housing um, before, before the start of the semester. And, uh, yeah, this was dropped on them uh, days, I, I think, uh, specifically six days before the semester yep. uh, was actually supposed to start. Um, and that is just uh, insane and scary that that we've gotten to that point as a kind of a province, a country, and just a society in general where uh, professors are being begged to open their doors to random students so they're not yeah. in the streets it it almost sounds like uh, not something out of a movie but just like so far-fetched that mun would ask that of professors as if they're not all like as if they don't have enough stress in their like <laughs> i don't i don't un yeah well there's, there's a guess, whole uh, there's a whole uh kind of other thing going on specifically with asking professors to open their houses to students like the power imbalance there just in general yeah. you know yeah uh not only do they control your grade your performance in a degree that you're spending thousands of dollars to get 
but they also control uh the roof that you live under that's just yeah you know, yeah it's just it's a, a yeah yeah out, an outside awful mix yeah outside of out of what you had mentioned already of them of professors themselves being stretched way too thin uh with their their own careers and jobs yeah uh, now having to worry about whether their students have proper housing housing yeah yeah and I, I just like i'm not sure this is obviously not the solution asking professors but i just i'm not sure what the solution is yeah to this like the horrible housing crisis like I've seen people talk about how, and I've seen, I don't know if you've seen, but I've seen maps of um, like how many Airbnbs there yeah. are. Um, and it is just a, 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 like an insane amount of them. Um, yeah. And I'm sure that that would, um, you know, help it a little bit, but it's just like, even then the prices would still be crazy high for sure yeah um yeah so yeah I I, just, yeah I i i agree with you i think it's there's there there's there's so many different kind of angles where you can look at uh to okay how do we solve this what, what what's the right approach uh and okay. it's hard to know really where to begin when it's such a uh well a fundamental need for people yes. to have shelter yes. and housing but then have such huge systemic barriers to actually being able mm -hmm. to achieve that i think yeah. the over to, to me the overarching uh conundrum for uh <laughs> canada specifically in the housing mm -hmm. crisis is yeah. uh the idea of for-profit housing and housing as mm -hmm. investments because and and this i think this bleeds into the the, the airbnbs and short-term rentals um, in general, but they're 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 just one kind of uh, outgrowth of this issue, because it also it just lends to houses, uh, complexes, condos, any kind of uh, shelter, let's say, mm -hmm. uh, that can be bought and sold is being bought not by people to live there, not residents, but it's being bought by investors and landlords, so yeah. they can turn it into capital and and make money off of it, and that's. Yeah really i think the crux of the issue across the country is that a lot of uh it, a lot of times it's not even just a single investor or or landlord it's very large conglomerates uh yes. which own uh many properties uh mm -hmm. across the entire continent sometimes um yeah. who don't really have any specific care about the each individual place that they're buying but they see them as uh ways to make passive income uh yeah. to use a term that i hate um <laughs> yeah. but when you have a system that's set up to incentivize that and people can make such easy money basically mm -hmm. by by mm -hmm. just buying a building and upcharging it because everyone needs to find a place to stay uh it, it really it just incentivizes this kind of bad behavior and the people who are left holding the bag are international students are the working poor mm -hmm. you know it, it, it's it's people who can't really take advantage of uh the ways that the systems allow landlords and investors and corporations to make money off of it yeah and i think also 
it's not just the big um like the big landlords i would say like especially here in the city um even i've seen you know rentals on facebook marketplace for example um where in the description it says something like so it's a it could be a two-bedroom apartment for rent um and it says in the description you know landlord lives upstairs and all of this um and it's up for like fifteen hundred dollars yeah like that that is so crazy to me like you are or it would say landlord doesn't live upstairs so it's a two two unit rental and then the upstairs is probably up for like two grand yeah it's like that you are you are pro, you are not just covering your mortgage at that point. No, no. You're not even covering your mortgage and having, you know, a stash away fund. You, like you are covering your mortgage and having money to, you know, run away with. Yeah. Which is just like ugh. No, I I, I 100% agree <laughs> that, that that there's a lot of a lot of small landlords. And they also they take advantage of yes. of of the market in general. Um, yeah. but, but that's the issue is that the, the market is, it, it's not, uh, it's not a sim- in some ways it is as simple as supply and demand, but, uh, when you ha- consider people using these properties as investments, which is really what drives up the market pl- price in the first mm-hmm. place, it's yeah. not just the people who are renting from those large, uh, landlords and, and corporations, that are paying that price because now the price for the entire market is adjusted to meet that. So you have your everyday quote unquote mom and pop landlords yeah. who are, I won't say they're forced to charge that price, but uh, if they, if they charged significantly lower than market prices, that that would be a whole other kind of issue for yes, them. Yeah. Uh, uh, as much as we would like them to do that, uh, they're not incentivized to do that at all. They're no, actually, no. they're disincentivized. Yeah. Uh, yes. So it, it's really just a whole system that's not working for anyone who is just trying to survive. Yeah. The only people that it's working for are the people who are using it to profit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And like there should be, so, you should just not be able to profit. <laughs> Yeah. off of a basic human need you know or maybe maybe not that far but just there needs to be something i just yeah i mean i i i would agree and there's many countries across the world who have implemented uh first of all housing first solutions to uh to homelessness to mm-hmm. yes just giving people who are unhoused homes yeah full stop no conditions because yeah. that is the first step to getting them into a uh, better economic position and you, I, th- I think of places like uh, uh, Vienna who have a very famous um, public housing option which it's not uh, if my memory serves me correct it's not free they still are charged to uh, live in the in these spaces mm-hmm. but it is extremely affordable and it's yeah. owned for the public good and it guarantees that anyone who needs a place to live has a place to live. And yeah. I think, uh, you know, in Canada and in the United States, an idea like that might might seem like it's it's very radical. And uh, but I think if you look in a global context, it's not that radical. And when you look at uh, 
solutions to the actual problem. I, there, there's, I, I don't think there is a long-term solution to yeah. the housing crisis and just the the problem of uh, of uh, homelessness uh, and precarious housing in general. Mm-hmm. There is no solution other than uh, looking at housing as a public good and treating it as something that needs to be uh, to the public benefit, uh, yeah. not not just a, a a tool for investors. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and I think with that, I think there's maybe there could be and i i know that the laws are all or not the laws but the rules are all different around canada um but i know in newfoundland um like there's no such thing as like a rent cap like you can increase really as much as you want um and so i think that um in making it um in making housing for the public good, like there could be rules and laws created to benefit, um, you know, people who are renting um, and not just, you know, for the people who are benefiting. Off of. Yeah. I think another problem with Newfoundland uh, specifically is uh, the way, uh, well, thinking of St. John specifically, the way that St. John's is zoned and the way that it's been uh, developed is very centered around, cars and car culture Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. uh they've highly disincentivized the building of larger apartment complexes or compounds or any kind of housing which is more than kind of a single family detached home uh yeah the the kind of apartments that you're renting that now there's not to say that there aren't apartment complexes because obviously there are uh all over the city but it is not as prevalent as other places across the country um and a lot of renters are strapped looking for basement apartments or apartments Mm -hmm. uh above other units or you know these kinds of things which don't provide housing for very many people they yeah no yeah i think like the main issue there's just not enough places yeah like yeah there's yeah we need like yeah bigger apartment buildings yeah at play in places that are suited for uh lower income people maybe maybe yeah. people who are are single who can live in a one or two bedroom apartment but mm-hmm. you know ob- obviously there needs to be options for uh everyone a- across the table uh but the idea that we can we only need to develop these single family detached homes or these very kind of small units that house yeah. uh you know maybe one or two mm-hmm. people each is just it's it's not sustainable for no. uh for the long term and it needs to be something that that is greatly reconsidered but i i, I think you know people are are fearful of this kind of uh i don't know it's not really urbanization but uh they're fearful I, yeah. of, of this kind of amalgamation of, of people into smaller spaces and, and giving up their suburbs or, but yes, you know, for the better of the entire community, not just people who can afford to buy a, a three hundred four hundred thousand dollar family home. Yeah. Uh, these, these options need to be there and, op- yeah. and, and available. Yes. And, and yeah, in, in many ways it is, it is a vicious cycle because, 
people who are looking to profit off of housing build the kind of housing that they're going to be able to make the most yeah. money off of and, yeah. and and the the cycle continues um yes. i think right now we're we're just we're in a period where prices are obviously extremely high and continuing to grow but we were also in a similar kind of period in 2006 and 2007 mm-hmm. and that was followed by a very large crash in the price of housing and uh and land mm-hmm. and the entire economy in general yeah. and uh you know i i think that's most likely how this situation is going to end because so. yeah pr- prices they they just they can't grow like this forever especially yeah. above like what their quote-unquote true market value would be outside of uh, really the bubble that we're in right now mm-hmm. uh so i mean it's not doom and gloom forever in terms of like oh these are the it's only gonna get more and more expensive from now on but uh yeah doom and gloom in other ways that it's gonna that it would take kind of a a collapse to yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah it is gonna go all the way down before it goes any bit back up yeah and 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 that's doom and gloom way not price way (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) but that's 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 the cycle for uh for housing under our uh our neoliberal capitalist system right now um, yes, but yeah, I I think the point that we we're both trying to make is there are solutions, solutions that are um, are profound. They're they're challenging. Uh, they require a lot of work and action, but mm-hmm. not ones that are are really that radical in the in the grand scheme of the no, entire and world. and I don't think and ones that are not that unattainable. You know, no, um, not you know they will cost money, but not you know not that much money but i think it's it's also about what we prioritize as a society right it's Mm uh because i feel like it's very easy for a lot of political discussions specifically to get bogged down in kind of oh how does this make economic sense or how are we going to easily uh implement this politically or or Mm -hmm. socially or or Mm -hmm or what have you uh but even things that are hard if they're important if they should be a priority it doesn't matter how difficult it is to accomplish it it should be something that we are trying to accomplish yeah uh i feel like this also applies to kind of the climate crisis and and transitioning to to uh uh to cleaner energy yeah, just a cleaner world sure. in general. I, I feel yeah. like you hear, especially from uh, Newfoundland politicians, you hear a lot of rhetoric about like, oh, we still need oil and gas. We need a transition. You know, we need time. We still need to yeah, invest in this. And, yeah. And, 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 you know, the point that, oh, we're leaving money on the table or, or, mm-hmm. or something like that. But it's, yeah. it's like, you know, we're, we're in, a situa- in a situation now where if we started dealing with climate change 20, 30 years ago, maybe we wouldn't need to consider some very harsh measures uh, to combat it. But we're at a point now where we, we don't have time to kind of mince words about how yeah. we're, we're going to approach yeah, doing it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. The timer has kind of run out um, on on easing everyone into it and on making it, you know, look all... Um, 
you know, sunshine and rainbows, but yeah. Um, yeah. And I think the time has run out. I, I think you hit the nail on the head with, with the, the sunshine and rainbows, because that's all that, that most political leaders want to oh, portray definitely. the future as, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, exactly. Like there, there's money, there's, there's money, there's, so there's happiness and with happiness, you know, you and your family will live forever in the oil world. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> it's this infinite growth mindset and a mindset that, you know, we live in the best country in the world, in the best mm-hmm. time in the world. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think the more, the, the quicker people realize that we're being sold something when they say that, and this is not our reality, uh, I think uh, the better off will be, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, and that's yeah. really what it is. They're, they're selling us a story about mm-hmm. what they wish the world was yes. rather than yeah. what needs to what be done. Yeah. What needs to be done to make the world what it should be. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think, I, I think that that's really the, the crux of it. But this story specifically, just, I, I, I the first time I read this, my mind was blown that the university would even have <laughs> the audacity to ask. Yes, that, yes, that is what I'm not. Yeah. That's exactly how I felt too. After the the strike this uh, this past year and yes. uh, and, and everything, yes. it's just uh, it's not a good look for the university. <laughs> no, no, they're really well. I mean, it seems as though they probably just don't care about their look at this point. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they really cared about their look oh, in that definitely. regard for a very long time. Oh, yeah. definitely, <laughs> definitely not, definitely not. Uh. So any more points about the the housing crisis or or mon or I don't think so. I think I'm I think my thoughts are on the table. What about you? Yeah, I I think uh I think we pretty much said what we uh needed to say about that for now. Obviously this is uh this is something that I'm sure we'll continue to talk about oh, as definitely. Uh, as uh things arise to, that mm-hmm. bring it to mind. Um for sure. But greatly switching gears um <laughs> uh so a little bit of uh of uh breaking the fourth wall i guess but uh we had planned on doing this uh recording two weeks ago yes uh and at that time uh one of the things that was at the top of our mind was the whole situation at burning man Yes. Um, but at this point, that's kind of old news. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, we can we can talk about it for a couple of minutes if you want, yeah. because we if didn't re- want we to, didn't yeah. really get to uh, get to discuss it. Because, yeah. uh, first of all, I think it was, I I mean, just just the the scale of it, seventy thousand people. I know stranded. Yes, uh, I know. And. Uh, but I also think that the kind of clientele that Burning Man appeals to—it's just—it's, uh, it couldn't have—it couldn't have happened to better people, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there, there is some, there is some kind of—I uh, do get a little bit of a kick out of it. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's just incredible to see. And talking about climate change, uh, I think it, it's it's a great example of how, no matter how rich you are that you're not going to be able to escape kind of the consequences of of what we're doing to our environment yes yeah definitely 
yeah, I think that that was demonstrated in quite the large scale. Um, yeah, it, it was just so strange to me. Um, like seeing, I don't know if you saw the TikToks from some people that were there. Yeah. Um, and just the way that they were, I don't know, just so strange, so different. There was a, there was a, a, a very wide collection of reactions to what yes. was going on. I feel like you'd yes. see some TikToks and, and it looked almost like it was a war zone. Yeah. And then you yes, saw some I TikToks agree. and they're just like, oh, these guys are still partying, dancing. There was music going on. and Yeah. And, yeah, like uh, these guys just fed us, and yeah. you know now we're going over to this person's whatever, you know, for some partying. And I'm like, okay. And then, uh, and then it, or who was it? It was Chris Rock. Was it Chris Rock, or am I thinking of the wrong person? There was two people, two like va- fa- celebrities who walked like seven miles or something before oh, they got to. Yes. Uh, yep. Yep. I forget who it was. It was it was like an actor and like a yeah. a, a dance music uh, artist, but I forget who it was. Uh, so that was kind of funny to me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was this other girl that I saw on TikTok, um, who she was she was talking about how. Um, you know, the community out here is so great. And, um, you know, we've gone, you know, we're going place to place and, you know, people are helping out each other. Um, and then it basically in the same breath, she said, Oh, you know, and people, people have died, but, um, yeah, I saw that. you know, it, it is what it kind of, you know, I was like, yeah. girl, what are you saying right now? Well, cause, cause the, the funny thing <laughs> about, the the clientele that goes to Burning Man and and the kind of the philosophy of it is mm-hmm. is from what I gathered uh, just m- mostly through listening to to this situation is that they're kind of like libertarians right so that they they kind yeah. of reject help from the government or yeah or uh, they they kind of want to do things their own own way from what I understand that you like yeah. you go there and you're supposed to like barter for things. Yep. Even though there is, there you know, you're paying for like a twenty thousand dollar yurt or something like yeah. that. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> yes, I did see that. <laughs> I love, I love uh, that they're yeah. dropping twenty k for yeah. a yurt that's just getting washed away in in feet oh, of mud in I torrential know. rains. It's... I know. But yeah, I, I saw one uh, a TikTok, I think, and it, it was uh, this woman, and she was talking about how she like. Uh, joined a camp she called it and if you joined a camp you were guaranteed uh meals quickly basically oh. but you were expected also to do labor for the camp so like preparing meals for other people and doing okay. other kind of tasks within the camp yeah. and i'm not 100% sure about this but i think she alluded to that you had to somehow pay to join the camp. Oh. So so it, yeah, it's not it's not just like, oh, you can join us if you volunteer. It's like Yeah. You, you pay us to join and now that you have joined, you have to do this work for us too. Yeah. Yeah. So it just That's so strange. Just nothing about this festival makes sense. No, it really <laughs> doesn't. It really doesn't make sense. 
Um, I mean, I I respect the ambition, but uh, yeah. From from an organization side, I I don't know really what you do to prevent this either. In you know, I yeah. guess uh, I guess <laughs> like don't do it. Yeah, you you can't predict on a lake. Like I yeah, that's true. <laughs> or whatever, whatever. <laughs> Not it is. on on mud that gets <laughs> yeah 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 clings to everything. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then people like, did you see the TikToks? Or I don't know if this was a TikTok or an article that I read. I can't remember. Um, but they were saying so like the mud it, it clings to everything and whatever. And then people were saying that you could get like trench foot. Yeah, because people were. <laughs> Because they couldn't, they couldn't walk in their shoes because the yeah, mud. Because the mud, yeah. <laughs> so they were people were going barefoot. Yes. That disgusting. <laughs> like it actually disgusting. They're just rotting yeah. their feet away in in real time. It's yes. it's amazing. Yes. Yes. The, yeah. Just. The, just... Just these so are the elite. The, these are the people yeah. that we're supposed to say are the greatest that our society has to offer, and they're uh, voluntarily giving themselves trench foot in the middle of the desert. Like, uh, I'm sorry. If there was any, if there was I any know. argument against meritocracy, it's this whole situation <laughs> right here. Oh my god! And it's it's not funny. It just it just is just a little bit though. It is a little like, bit funny. It's, yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for laughing, but then I also don't feel bad. No, uh, yeah, and I think it because because it, it ties into their whole philosophy too. The fact that they were so far out in the middle of nowhere that where they were that you know that's by design. They they do that on purpose. Yeah. So when things go bad, they go really bad, and they don't have a way to really yep. get out of that situation. Yeah. Um, and they had uh they uh, I had heard that they had rain similar to this in smaller amounts in years prior but it would be like it would rain for a night and and it'd be enough to kind of deal with it uh, okay gotcha but uh yeah this situation it was it was just happened for too long and, and destroyed the whole site yeah but yeah anyways that, w- that was a kind of a, a tangent we weren't we weren't planning to yeah, we really weren't to discuss that because <laughs> as we said that was old news yeah um the other thing happening on the internet that has captured our attention this week has been the uh, Roman Empire memes, mostly coming from TikTok. Do you do you mm-hmm. want to explain what these are? So, I'll ex- I'll explain what I know, and then you can fill okay. in any because um, I'm not I I don't feel like I'm deep in it. Um, so from what I under so from what I've seen, okay, is you know probably what three or four days ago, a yep. video comes on my for you page, and it's and it says that I've never realized that my boyfriend thinks about the Roman Empire every single day, and I saw it and I was like, oh okay, I guess her boyfriend's just a little weird. That's fine. And then I scrolled away. And I guess it's not just her boyfriend that is a little weird. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, because... it's white men in the West <laughs> in general. Yes. And I I 
am truly shocked. So it is. It's just the I guess not phenomenon, but I don't know fact. I guess that men think about the Roman Empire. Yeah. yeah. You are a man. Do so, you so, think so, about the Roman Empire? Yeah. <laughs> so. So the way the way that I saw this is kind of, and I and I think you saw the same things. Is this turned into kind of uh, girlfriends or mothers or the women kind of in mm-hmm. men's life making TikToks asking them how often they think about the Roman Empire? Yes. Uh, and uh, yeah, my hot take is uh, they're all lying. Uh, that that's. <laughs> My hot take at my my take at first was that they that they weren't because it was the one TikTok and I was like okay he's he's weird that's fine they have to be lying right yeah uh, they I, have to yeah. be who the yeah. heck thinks about the Roman Empire yeah well well I think like okay so so Jenna my partner asked uh, me this question after we saw a couple of TikToks mm-hmm. and. Obviously, as I said at the beginning, I have I have a bachelor's degree in history, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. honors degree, and I have a master's in history, and I am working as a historical researcher right now. So if there was one person to think about the Roman Empire, it's me. I, I literally have paid thousands of dollars to do that. Yes. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I guess... I guess I'm the fool. I'm the, I'm I've been paying to do it, and all uh, all other men are just just doing it in their daily lives. But, but, oh my but my response was like maybe every couple of weeks, and I mean that that's you know that that's frequent, right? Yeah. But I feel like it's not for someone who who thinks a lot about history. I feel like that's not. Yeah, I that think crazy that would be a amount. normal response. Yeah. yeah. Um. So just seeing every random white man say that they think about the Roman Empire either daily or two to three times a week or the 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 variety of responses mm-hmm. um immediately I'm like this is this is a little bit sus mm-hmm. something doesn't add up here mm-hmm. and I think there's a lot going on and and yeah first of all my hot, hot take is there's no way that they are actually are that much. And I think there there is kind of a problem with the question. It's like if I ask you how often do you think about anything, right? You you don't have an actual number in your head for how often yeah. you think about that. You're kind of just yes. you're kind of just pulling it out of your ass. Yeah. Uh completely. Um and so in that, I think there's also a lot of posturing that you can do when you answer. So if you mm-hmm. want to look a certain way, you say yeah. you think about it a bit more than you do or less than than you mm-hmm. do, right? So so I think one thing that's going on here is that there are a lot of men who are like, oh, I'm, I, I'm a man, so I should be smart and know all things, and I should be thinking about things like war yep. and empires uh, a lot. So they, so they say... You know, whether consciously or subconsciously, they say that they think about it more than they do. That that that's that's one aspect of it. Uh, I think. Um, have, do, have you seen the TikToks where the the men have like photo back, like their iPhone backgrounds? <laughs> I have um, not seen those. I'm like, you had to just put that there. 
You have to be lying to me right now. That's not your phone background. It can't be. I I think there are. I saw one man that said, oh, well, you speak English every day. So obviously I think about it every day. What? What does English have to do with the Roman Empire? That Okay, that's what I said. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) That is what I said. And then I was like, oh, wait, maybe what? But yeah, yeah. Th- this is this is really spun off into a couple of uh, memes too. I I saw one where it was like it, it was a group of friends and they had football on and all of the girls got up and said, "Okay, we're leaving." And uh, as soon as the girls left, they turned on uh, the Roman Empire documentary on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I saw one that it was like a group of girls and it was and it was, the caption was like something like, "We're uh, trying to." learn what it's all about or something and it was like a, a educational video for kids on youtube about the roman empire <laughs> so so very funny but oh my goodness uh, i i think there are genuinely some people who are weirdly obsessed with it oh definitely because i i think the thing that's really kind of been on my mind about it is how this really ties to colonialism and racism Mm-hmm. and patriarchy and all all of the all of those fun words that we like to to throw around so much because yeah. Rome has kind of become this cultural symbol as the height of european masculinity and civilization yes and men in the west are kind of conditioned to think of roman men as these powerful people that we're supposed to aspire to be like and that these are the these are in some way our ancestors that paved this world and did great things for us Mm -hmm. to continue doing now um and so it's kind of an archetype for for western masculinity it has nothing to do with the actual history of rome at all uh, because I guarantee if you asked most of these men about specific uh, historical facts they would about the Roman them. Empire, yeah, they they would not, you know, they wouldn't get very far. I, yeah. I, I, you know, can't prove that obviously, but I highly doubt that they would. So I, I, it's just, it's just, it's such an interesting case of when these conversations and symbols around empire and masculinity and colonialism collide with internet culture and Mm -hmm. and 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 memes and so i think i think it's fascinating that we're kind of having this uh it's not a reckoning with things because most people are just laughing at it and 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 moving on this their way but it's just fascinating how kind of societally we're talking about this issue uh in this way yeah, that that is true. I hadn't really thought about it like that. Um, yeah, and I feel like if you ask really anyone, probably like anyone who uses TikTok, I feel like they would all be able to tell you um, that that they've at least been thinking about it. You know, at least a few times this past week yeah. or week and a half. You know, um, so it's definitely um, a big part of tiktok right now and i'm sure you know in a few days it'll fade away but. yeah yeah 100 percent. and then uh all these men can go back to not thinking about the roman empire and they they don't Every have day. to feel bad yeah. about it yeah 
Oh yeah, because I'm sure like I'm sure I've thought about the Roman Empire every single day since that video yeah. that I saw. Yeah. Um before that, never. <laughs> well that that that's the other thing that we were kind of talking about is what like you you made that point of of someone uh alluding to, oh well, we speak English every day. How can you not think about it? I I think it comes down to how people might be defining thinking about the Roman Empire. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But you know, there, there's all the these different angles that you can come at it for. But I I think at the, at the core of it, this is really about men posturing and trying mm-hmm. to make themselves look smarter, more than they are. Yeah. Yeah, smarter and more masculine. Than they actually yeah. are because I mean yeah. I, I I outside of a class context I've never had a uh, just a random conversation with any of my male friends or any man about Italy, let alone yeah. the Roman <laughs> Empire. Okay, <laughs> right? uh, yeah, you know, yeah, this is yeah, very true. Uh, um, so I yeah. another aspect of this that I'm I'm really loving though is um is seeing um it, i think it's this one tiktok that everyone is replying to or whatever um that says what's the female version of the roman empire I think um, seen this. And I, i'm loving seeing every single woman's um i take on mm. you know their version of it I, i've only um, seen one and, and i thought it was pretty good it was uh it was uh how often do you think about your ex-best friend? Uh, that's that's <laughs> one of the ones that I saw. And I said, ooh. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've also seen uh, the performance of um, Silver Springs <laughs> of Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham. And I said, that I, mm-hmm, that could be mine. Um, I think about that well, I, every single day. Not to get off topic. I have a hot take about that one, too. Oh, I, I, I'd love to hear it. I don't think anyone cared about that before uh, Daisy Jones. Jones in this definitely yeah. not. Uh, and then all of a sudden, people people are like to pretend that they're they're the biggest Fleetwood Mac fans, mm-hmm. and 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 I support. It. I I encourage uh, people uh, becoming fans of things that I like. Uh, I, I just feel like there's there's a little bit of a revisionist history happening that that we're pretending yeah. like this has always been the case where yeah you know, but it ha- it's, it it yeah, has it's Daisy Jones definitely not yes which, which agree we stand yeah yes <laughs> agree one hundred percent one hundred percent um but yeah no that is a great thing to think about every day yeah um, it, it truly is I I said that more so than the Roman Empire I think about the British Empire every day I mm-hmm. Maybe I don't probably not every day. At least probably three times a week. Yeah, I feel I like say. that's that's one that's one that is literally like how can you not? Yeah, especially being Canadian, how can you not think yes. about it? Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Definitely. But but then I think that that goes back to the crux of the issue is when we're thinking about the British Empire, we're not thinking about uh, the glory of European men. No, uh, we're thinking about genocide. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and that's yeah. generally not something that uh white men like to uh well, no. let, let's put it this way. It's not something that white men like to talk about post 1965. 
Yes. Before then, they were they're pretty big fans of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they they really were, weren't they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that is, you know, so, so they, they, they have to kind of stay away from, from that one now. Yeah. But but it, it is kind of interesting how uh, how these different uh, empires and just historical periods get twisted to mean different things to us now than, yeah, than they, what they actually meant, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And with that, any any final notes about... I don't the Roman think I Empire. Any... I don't think Fleetwood so. Fleetwood Mac. No, <laughs> no final notes about Fleetwood Mac or the Roman Empire. Uh, yeah, that that's that's about all I had in terms of that too. Um, so yeah, I guess we'll we'll wrap this week up and for sure. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't think we really established how frequently we're gonna try to do this. But uh, we'll say at least a somewhat regular basis. We'll try to yes, I think so. Get That's on true. here and and record an episode and and yeah, I get kind of uh, if, if if anyone is listening to this who had listened <laughs> to the previous ones, uh, yeah. As you could probably tell, a little bit of a different uh, vibe, a, a kind of a more wide array of topics, probably. <laughs> uh, I think you could say that. Yeah, in part due that again we're separated by half of a country. Uh, yes. When when we were in person, there was a lot more kind of local news that we could both mm-hmm. uh, uh, talk about a lot. But yeah, yeah I think uh, you know more more talk outside of things that we might uh, think are explicitly political. But uh, knowing me and you, it's you know. Oh, I'm sure gonna... it'll circle back there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, as all things, but yeah, I'm. I, yeah. I'm excited to just talk about whatever, talk about culture, talk about memes, and uh, yeah. and and how 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 we've been thinking about those kind of more critically than maybe uh, normal people do. Yes, for sure, for sure. All right. Until next time. <laughs>